Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport. Your station. You're very welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheehan with you until five o'clock. Now, my next guest is a local rugby player who came through the ranks with Boyne to progress to representing Leinster and Ireland at underage level and in recent weeks has signed a pro deal with French club Montpellier. He is the first Irish academy player to be signed by a top 14 club and will begin a three-year contract on July the 1st. Carl Martin, thanks for taking the call. Uh, congratulations on the move. You must be delighted with it. Yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled. It's... Um it's something that I thought, you know, it's that you know I, d- I deserved, and I just thought it was, um, yeah. I mean, I didn't think it would be Montpellier. Now I thought it'd be it'd be Leinster, but like sometimes just have to take the long way around, long road around to to get where you want to be. I suppose, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely delighted with it. And talk to us a bit, a little bit about your your kind of background. I mean, obviously, as we said there, you you started out with Boyne. Uh, you know, was it was it always rugby from a young age with you? What what age did you first get into it? Yeah, um, yeah, I got into a very young because I played with my brother, his age group when I think I was, I think I was four or five when I, I joined with him and he was under seven. So I played, I played when I was very young then. And then you know I went with Boeing the whole way up through to under seventeen before I went to Old Belvedere. And then throughout that I was always with Leinster, so from about fourteen up. So yeah, it's been it's been rugby really, really since I've. Got into secondary school. I've enjoyed every moment of it as well. And at what point did you sort of think to yourself, you know, I'm 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 not bad here. I could have a future. What what age is it when you kind of? I suppose maybe when Lancer started showing an interest, or or when was it? Yeah, it was when you know I can still kind of remember. I was I was doing doing um getting ready for the junior cert, and I got an email from from Lancer saying that you're you're going to be brought up to the to the under 18s program in the summer and um, we're going to go from there see how we get on and then you know from there you know I must I must have done quite well and was, you know it was, it was tough for me because there was three years between me and, and a lot of those lads of players so like I didn't really have a whole lot in, in common with them but it was from there then I, I, I played for Leinster at 18s and at 15 I was the youngest to do so and, and then off the back of the that tournament I got picked for the Ireland squad at 15 as well so it was real I mean things happened very quickly but yeah it was kind of from then on I was I was really heads down and, and really working towards it, towards the goal So you were playing under 18 at 15 that's like that's pretty pretty incredible really Yeah I know and it's, it's only there when I was looking back on it that it, it doesn't seem too long ago but yeah no, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it and it was just it was some of the most enjoyable summers as well I had when I was up there and then Obviously, going away my first game against Portugal with the Ireland squad that was that was kind of special. It was something that, like you know, that you dream of doing, just playing, representing Ireland, whatever age group it was. So I was lucky enough to do that there. 
And when you get the email at 15, was that a, a bolt from the blue for you or was it something you had you had been kind of semi-expecting? Because, I mean, if you were 17, 18, maybe you would have been expecting that. But to get it so so young, was it a complete surprise? Yeah, it was. And I know that I we had the intros before and I I did play well and I thought I'd done well and I played all every minute of all the games. So, you know, but I, I still didn't think anything. I thought, you know, because of my age, I'm going to be... I'm going to be, you know, I'll work towards it next year and even the year after. But to get at that age, you know, I remember just coming in and sitting down from after school, and then, then when I, when I got the email, and it was just, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was real special, and it's just something that I'll always remember. And it's the same with my family as well, because just today come over to watch me wherever I was playing, so it, it was really. It was just a moment that, like, you know, I, I won't forget anyway. Uh, was it hard to focus on the junior start after that? Yeah, it was kind of from there, I think, throughout kind of school in general that it was my mind that it was kind of rugby first. I mean, it's, it's probably one that I shouldn't have had, but it was it was something that, you know, I just I really enjoyed doing it. I know people play sport in general because they want to become professional, but I, I really, because I, I don't see myself, you know, I, I, I'm in college now, but I don't see myself working in an office job if you like now I want to play rugby for, for the majority of my career so it was something that, that I thought you know I might have to sacrifice one or two things in school to, to make that a reality which is you know hopefully, well thank God now it's, it's starting to pay off Absolutely and maybe explain to us a little bit because we often hear I mean you know the the, the amount of talent that's come out of Leinster in the last few years and the amount of players that have had to leave uh, well known players like you know like Joey Carberry and guys like that who had to leave to get to get game time elsewhere Ian Madigan another example there are so many so yeah. you know down the levels there must be lots more that we don't even hear about and, and I was reading a, an article about your, your move and I think there wasn't a place for you this year and it wouldn't be until next year but you might explain to me the, the, the academy and the sub-academy and how that all kind of works and, and how places are allocated and that kind of thing because it's it's something that we maybe don't hear a lot of detail about Yeah it's, I think first of all in Leinster the amount of talent is just it's unbelievable and it's something that you know as like I've, I've spent last year in the sub academy now and it's you know you, you make great friends from it and you're and it really pushes you on because you're training with the best so I mean it's just this endless of, of kind of talent they have which is it's great for Lance you know I still sit down and watch them and support them but um, yeah so this, the sub academy will be kind of lads coming out of school and kind of up until under 20s that you, you'll go into that and, and then from there you'll probably push on to an academy spot and so you know it's it's very rare to come out kind of from academy or from school sorry into the academy and and from that but I mean again there's not there's no bad players in the Leinster academy and I mean it's like I mean just the talent is just ridiculous there's lads who've in, especially this season with COVID have really gotten a chance to play and they've done well so it's yeah it's a credit to them as well like, I mean but just just for me then it was that you know, I thought for myself that if I waited around another year that I could miss the boat of of really pushing on because you know I think my mindset and it hasn't changed from from when I was 15 and I got that first email was um, you know I want to be a professional rugby player and you know it doesn't always start and end in Leinster ideally I wanted it to but it doesn't always so that was that was kind of my thought process behind it and so what was the alternative for you? We'll get to the Montpellier move in a moment, but you said there you didn't want to wait around. So what would have happened if you didn't take the Montpellier move? What what would you have done for the next year? Yeah, so I would have just been back in the Leinster sub-academy and, and you know, again, I enjoyed it this year. I thought it was, it was great fun. I mean, you get to know the lads that you probably wouldn't have because, because you're out of school and you spend a lot more time with them. But 
just for me, I thought that you know, like I didn't want to do the same same thing again. I really wanted to to make my <laughs> to make my claim to play professional rugby somewhere, and and you know, in the sub academy in Leinster, I just didn't see didn't see that happening for myself, which is. Yeah, it was just a, it, like it was just a decision that I, I had to make, and I know my family were involved in it as well. So it was just something that I thought, you know, that would it benefit me rather than waiting around and hoping for a game. I could I could go away and I wouldn't say expect a game, but you know, really, really put your best foot forward. It's a it's a pretty brave decision for somebody so young, I would say. Yes, it was. You know, it's it wasn't easy. It was you know it was at the start when originally I wanted to go away, it was because of most recent lockdown that when I was at home you have a lot of time to think and and you're kind of going through it and I thought you know maybe if I go away for six months somewhere just to play with a rugby come back and then if it was off the back, back of that that I actually got this offer and it was at the start I was kind of like well geez, like that was it was, it was much to take in but then when we really started to break it down it just it just made sense to do it but like you know I have very little French but it's something that you know it's a challenge and I mean I don't think a language would hold me back in general but yeah, it's something that you know it is. Yeah, it's tough. It was a tough one to to kind of get my head around, but in the end of the day, I think it was what's best for me. So that's that's what I went for. Mm. Well, I was watching Wayne Barnes a week or two ago, and he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of French either. But he he seems to get by on the few words that he has when he's refereeing matches. So maybe you'll be able to survive on on the bare minimum. But talk a little yeah. bit about that about that move then. Like what what exactly was the kind of the process in terms of getting that move to Montpellier? Yeah, so as I said it was just. Um, Kind of sitting at home one day and thinking, I need to play a bit of rugby. It's been, I mean, I hadn't played it. It's been over a year now since my last meaningful game of rugby. I mean, there's been one or two friendlies, but I was kind of thinking to myself that I have to get away. I have to play rugby. I mean, I'm going to be going back now when hopefully COVID kind of stops, you know, cancelling sporting events and all that. But mm. like, I mean, I wouldn't have had any games under my belt and. I wanted to go away to get to get that done, but then it was from that you know I wasn't expecting a three-year deal now at all. That was kind of out of the blue from that. But it was um, you know going through the offers then, or the, the kind of what I had to think about was was between Montpellier, Clermont, and, and Toulon. They were the three teams who really who kind of kind of came after me, and like you know, I didn't think you know I'd, I'd have that much interest. I didn't even know if there would be a team out there take me for six months, never mind three years. So from that. Like it was just something that I was like, well, it seems too good of an opportunity to pass by, and you know, if I didn't take it, I'd be regretting it already. Yeah, and it's great to have those those offers from such big name clubs as well. Just just on the one thing there, you touched on the the COVID situation. I know everyone's had their their struggles with it, but you know, you're talking about you're in college there, and it's something that struck me a few weeks ago. I'm obviously well past college age now, but if I was a first year in college. You know, when I think back to when I was when I was in first year, like it's such a formative time. You're you're maybe you're living away from home for the first time. You're making new friends. You're kind of finding yourself a little bit. How have you found? You know, you talked about not having played a game of rugby in a year, which is obviously very tough for for someone like yourself that lives for rugby. But in general terms, how have you found the, the last year or so? Has it been has it been a struggle for you with with the education side of it and not being able to kind of live a, a normal life, really? Yes, I mean it's been really tough, and you know, I don't want to say I've had a harder than others because I, I haven't, but. Yeah, because I was living up in Dublin, and it's you know it's you kind of miss those nights where you could just kind of go out with with some of your friends and mm. all that. I mean, the, the college side of it actually worked out well for me because I was in DCU, so I didn't have to kind of trek across Dublin to go to go into um, the college. So that worked out well for me. It was just more on the 
the kind of social side of it. You, you, know, you don't get to see your friends as often. You don't get to go out and, and experience kind of, I suppose, the nightlife in, in Dublin a lot more than, than I would if there was no COVID. So yeah. it's been it's been challenging, but I wouldn't say it's... Uh, I still enjoyed the year, <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been it's been tough for everybody, but it does it does strike me that when you're at that kind of formative yeah. stage of your life, you're you're missing out on a lot more than maybe some of us that are a little bit older and, and just working every day. Just very finally, then uh, you know you start I think on the first of July the contract starts. So, what's your plan for the next couple of months? Will you be over to France before then, or or how does it work? Uh, no, just so just I'll be over around till the end of June, and from like up until then I just do my own thing, just kind of the gym running side of it I'll take care of that myself I mean you have to again just go over in as best shape as you can and you know I think I've I've done that I'm already like I have I've kept up the training even even during lockdown like I mean I'm trained probably even harder so it's you know I think I'm in a good spot going over but you just go over and you, ha- you have the you have the medical and then and then from that you mean the first training session the first of July so Kind of straight into it, so it's yeah, I, I can't wait for it. You're looking forward to it, obviously. You're you're excited, and you can put this this kind of mess of a year behind you and, and get back to playing a bit of rugby. Yeah, exactly. Just, I mean, it's going to be a good life experience as well. I suppose going over, living in living in France, learning the language, and and all that type of stuff. So it's going to be it'd be an experience and the one that I mean, what way it works out. Hopefully, it works out very well for me, but. You know, it's going to be one that I'll look back on think, uh, with no regrets, which I think was the main thing from, that I took from this. Absolutely. Well, look, Carl, we wish you all the very best of luck. It's it's absolutely brilliant that you've had the opportunity. And again, massive credit to you for, for taking the leap because it is, it's a big decision for you to make. And I'm sure a lot of guys would have just maybe taken the easier option and stayed at Leinster for another year. But you're taking the bull by the horns. And uh, as you say, hopefully it'll, it'll pay off in, in a few years' time. You may well be back in, in the blue shirt of Leinster. But in the meantime, all the very best of luck. You might come back to us in a, in a couple of months' time and, and press us with your fluent French and tell us how you're getting on. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be fluent by then, yeah. Thanks very much, Carl. Mind yourself. No problem. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.